0: oh boy fellas it's another one of those where it's real late and by real late i mean it's not 8 a.m on a tuesday mountain time that is Anyway, it was uh, President's Day weekend. Happy birthday to all the presidents out there. I'm not convinced any of you were good people at all. In any way, shape, or form, let's start this one off strong and a positive note here. But, anyway, President's Day, go get a sale, support capitalism, you know what I mean. Every that, What the presidents want you to do, I guess. Uh, support them by buying a thing on sale and they're on their behalf. It's already over, so you missed all the sales. But, At least I get a day off of the year. You know what I mean? Anyway, this is going to be, I'm not upset. I just guess I feel very strongly about that. And I was talking to somebody about the presidents the other day and just presidents in general. And I said, you know what? I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure that any of them were any good, but yeah, what do you do? You try your best. You get into that position and it's hard. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about people being in positions of power or influence and how They just make an error (laughs) and just decide or have, what's the word, like uninclusive beliefs and just ostracize groups of people and just say dumb stuff. But here we are not talking about that any longer. What I really wanted to talk about, I'll talk about my weekend. I'd like to do that because I had fun. There's a lot going on. This is a real mental health forward episode today. So strap in if you're not ready for that, if you don't want to hear it. Skip over to next week where I probably cry about something else. But anyway, this morning, woke up. I got home from our trip uh, last night. So we were, Alexis and I were very tired. Had a hard time waking up, very tired. We went out like every night and did things, which is more than we do probably at any point in our lives. We don't go out three or four nights in a row. That's insane. That's crazy. But we're tired. I was tired. I get up. There's a guy I've been working with for my job who is, uh, long story short about my job, I help students get into school. I help them start school, get all their stuff together, make sure they have the resources to start and be successful, that kind of thing. Help them make a program. I, I counsel. That's my title. I'm a counselor. Anyway, there's a guy I've been helping out, and he had a lot of balls in the air. Just lots going on There with getting him to start school all sorts of stuff came up and he i don't know he all of a sudden changed he changed this the day he wanted to start to march 1st which was kind of a controversial technique and move because he didn't have time i don't want to describe too much of my job here because that's boring and i have bored already but he comes in and he's like, I need to do this. I got all my stuff fit, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, turns out lots of stuff, everybody that I work with and everybody that was involved in his whole thing really just pulled it together and made stuff happen. But he couldn't start then until April 1st, which was not what he wanted to hear. And he kept yelling at me about it. And so what I want to say here is, one, he kept getting mad at me when I wouldn't agree with him that, somebody that I am working with was not doing their job because he was unable to start when he wanted to. He kept telling me that he did everything right. I, I didn't just flat out agree with him because he didn't <laughs> things were, nobody really did anything wrong. It's just kind of how it laid out, but he needed to assign blame to somebody about something. So he uh kept trying to get me to agree with him and got more and more obviously frustrated as I did not do that. I just, you know, you don't need to blame people. And it is frustrating. It's aggravating when things don't go your way. But my guy's like 45 years old and crying about it's not the best move. So anyway, I wanted to. wanted to help him out. Did did as much as I can. Everybody did. Everybody came together in a miraculous way in in ways I've never seen before. And almost made it happen. It, It was just a couple of circumstances that didn't make it happen. So... On to what I actually want to talk about about this. Very negative. That was at 9 a.m. that we spoke the first time. 9 a.m., talked to him. Talked to my supervisor. Shout out to that guy. He's pretty slick. Right after, I talked to my boy. And then he said, yeah, no can do. It's It's just going to have to wait. So I told him again. And then for 25 minutes, he just told me how somebody made a mistake. He had everything in on time. Whatever. One, first and foremost... I really, I think one thing that's helped me a whole lot is watching my dad <laughs> as a, an individual take responsibility for his actions. <laughs> that's been some, I think I've mentioned it before, but it was a good example to me. And I think it has helped me keep a clear head in a lot of scenarios where it's just like, that's just how it worked out this time. Maybe I did everything right. Maybe I didn't. Not a lot I can do to change this. If you do something wrong, owning up to it isn't isn't the worst thing on the earth. It's in fact good to recognize when you make a mistake. So, not saying anyone made a mistake here. If anybody involved in that scenario listens to this, it's just you know not a right or a wrong. It's just a a mindset that I like to avoid. I can make mistakes. Everyone can make mistakes. Admitting it is a great way to learn and move on. The next thing I was thinking about was about an hour of my day this morning was being kind of negative because a lot of negativity was thrust upon me, you could say. And I didn't want, as I thought about it, I didn't want to let that just bring me down the whole day. I've had kind of a down day today, but it's not because of that. It's mostly because of you go out and you do stuff. And I had so much fun. And it's kind of just a recovery period <laughs> for me. But, you know, anyway, thinking about that, I was like, I don't need to be mad about this. I've said all I have said. I need to say. I've done all that I could do. Nothing I can do now. I heard a lot of complaining about it and I, I can move on. And he can as well. It is frustrating when you don't get what you want. It's frustrating when things don't line up. But at the same time, it will frustrate you even more if you just hang on to it forever. Maybe he's just getting over what he needs to right now, and then he'll be fine later on. But hope all is well. I'm making the decision to be fine, to not let that stuff affect me, which I think is is all right. To be faced with negativity, as we are, in a lot of ways, faced with dissenting opinions or people that are just upset and want to complain about something, can't take it personal, can't really do anything about it. So yeah, take what you can, learn what you can, move on. That's all I'm trying to say. So I think I ended up with a positive experience out of that, though I had a hard time this morning. I was sitting down to record this and I said, you know what, I'm actually feeling all right. I'm feeling pretty good about this. So that's it. I think a lot of the time there are problems we have and problems I have, I guess. I've only ever been me, so I'll speak from my experience, but I just, me having a positive attitude about stuff does help out. I've also had problems where having a positive attitude does not help out. So I understand that if somebody says, oh, buck up, just uh, smile about it, that doesn't work. (laughs) There are times where that will will not work. A change in mindset will not help you sometimes. Sometimes you got to just ride it out. Anyway, next, the fun part of the episode, uh, my weekend. We took a long weekend. I took an extra day off for President's Day because we wanted to drive down the Friday and have some extra time to hang out and do some do some things. So driving, it was a drive. We took milkshake, so that was a, a lot of fun. Gave her some anti-anxiety medication that didn't do uh, as much as I wanted it to. So she had a rough ride. She is now sleeping next to me. It's 5 p.m. and she is asleep. Still, she's kind of been just dinking around. There have been a, she's had a couple spurts of energy throughout the day, but mostly she's been kind of just hanging out. She was mad when I woke her up this morning because she was like, "Brother, I'm tired." And man, last night she was snoring like nuts. But yeah, she had a. She also. Got down the whole time we were there. She was playing, having a good time. So, milkshake. It was a good time. She had fun. Nice taking her down there. Don't know if we'll do it again. (laughs) Might be her final road trip. Just because it's a lot on her, you know what I mean? And we have a good old, uh, good area to take her for when we go on trips. Where she has plenty of friends and people that take real good care of her. So, uh, that's probably it. Anyway, moving forward. We get down there. We're having fun. I'm seeing my parents. We're saying, hey, fellas, what's going on? in the town I grew up in, uh, having fun, eating dinner, and then we went out and saw Paul. Everybody's guy, my friend and yours. Paul, Jeff, both have been on here before. Bunch of other people as well. Just had fun. Went out, ate dinner, walked around, did some things, you know what I mean? Just hung out outside. Watched a man play a live vinyl DJ set, but he was doing live vinyl DJ set of like (laughs) the early 2000s to 2010s emo music like emo and pop punk and kind of stuff like that it was very interesting I felt like that was a genre I've not seen that done for usually it's like tech house or techno house music kind of stuff so it was neat it was neat to see him do that that's never been my jam so I was unfamiliar with a lot of what was going on But it was a nice precursor to going to Emo Night the following evening, where for Paul's birthday, we went out and Emo Nighted and had a great time. And then, you know, Sunday, whatever, we had brunch, classic, you got to go to brunch and then you got to go to the old people stores and just hang out and, you know, it was great. It was a nice outside, great experience. I had a lot of fun. The thing I wanted to focus on here is having fun, allowing myself to have fun. I was stressed about going to Emo Night, and I know what you're thinking. Eben, you're stressed about everything now, and uh, that's kind of true. But I have found I'm generally pretty scared of being alive these days, of just doing things. I'm kind of terrified, and here its wee is, woo-woo-woo, mental health stuff, <laughs> but I'm kind of scared. I just get scared of being out of my house. I'm not afraid to admit that. It's just, uh, you know, COVID, all that stuff, whatever. I just get scared of stuff. And so going to Emo Night, which was another kind of like DJ set, people were there hanging out, listening to emo music out in Las Vegas, out where a bunch of people are hanging out, you know. The Las Vegas Strip, notably the safest place on earth. Not really, and that's what kind of scared me, was that you hear about stuff happening there, but you hear about stuff happening everywhere. And I'm starting to get to a point where I think I can be out of my house and be okay with it and not just be stressed. Because at the beginning of the evening, going out there, picking up the fellas on the way out into town, I was kind of nervous about the whole experience, didn't know what was going on, you know, it's whatever. But thankfully, one of the things I realized was, and I don't know how to chronologically go through this, but... Picking everybody up, beginning of the evening, I was kind of terrified. Not like terrified, but you know, in the back of your mind, when you're kind of scared of or stressed out about something and the potential of something happening. There was a decent group of people, maybe like 12 people that were part of our group. And they're all people I know, except for I think two of them, two to three to four. (laughs) But either way, they were all nice people. All very fun to talk to and have around and whatever. But some of the people in the group I've known for, like Jeff, I've known for over 20 years. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit comfortable with Jeff around. But I was nervous and I thought, I, I get nervous about my house and that something's going to happen here. I get nervous about the dog and that something's going to happen to her. And there was a point in the evening where I was on the edge of being nervous and then kind of getting out of being nervous I'd say just before halfway through where I had a moment where I thought I am with people that actually that really care about me. Like Alexis was there, Jeff, like I said, Paul, a couple other people that I really, really feel comfortable around and know that if something really happened to me, they would be an incredible support system to have. Like Jeff is one of the goofiest guys I've ever met and he's just silly and seems like he doesn't take anything seriously. But I, knowing Jeff in the moment that I say, hey, I need help, would he would sober up I- I immediately and say, okay, how do we do this? What are we doing? What do, what do you need to help you out of this? So having that thought, one, I have an incredible support system around me. Two, three people... We're watching my dog. My dog was most likely just sitting around playing with her, uh, her aunt is what we call my parents' dog in relation to her, but just playing around, hanging out with my parents and my, my aunt. And that's so no problem there. And then my house, I live in like the safest neighborhood on the earth. When we left for Thanksgiving to go to Chicago for a full week, I had my brother come in and check on my house while we were gone, just you know, because I'm a scared little boy, but we, aside from him showing up, we have one of them doorbells that tells you when people walk by. Aside from him, there was one lady that walked by one time, walking her dog. <laughs> Other than that, no one else was even on the street. So I'm going to say it was okay. <laughs> and I had, I had a really good moment where I said to myself, I have no reason to be stressed. I, everything's fine. I have a support system. My house is fine. My dog is okay. Alexis is right here in front of me, also being very good about, if anyone has learned how to help me out in, and just kind of know what I need, it has been Alexis. I'm not trying to get too sappy here, but brother, what a, what a helpful individual in my life. But we're going through the evening. I have this moment. And then it was almost like a switch flipped, and I was just having fun. I all of a sudden was just able to stop, <laughs> stop being all in my head about it. Because so I kept looking at people doing their thing, and I I've envied, or I I'm not going to say envied, but I've admired this about Paul in several other circumstances where I'll watch Paul exist, and he's kind of he is just existing. You can tell he's just letting himself have a good time, which I want to do big time. Like he was dancing around. There was a circle pit that formed and people were pushing each other, bouncing around, doing their thing. And he's just in it, high-fiving people and grabbing people around the shoulder, like putting his arm around him. They're dancing around and doing the whole thing. And at one point he was in the center pretending to clean the floor, like with a janitor, very funny. But (laughs) it was just, I saw, that was another thing that helped me. I was like, you know what? I I don't I, I can do that too, I think. It's going to take me... I used to do that, I'm pretty sure, but it's it's going to take me a little bit of practice to get back to that area. But, yeah, it was a good step in that direction for me. I was having a blast. I had so much fun. I ended up, yeah, just having a great time. It was beautiful. It didn't go exactly as it was planned because we tried to go to Yard House, like my favorite place on earth, but... You know, it was Saturday night, it was Yard House, and I i mean, you know, you need a little bit of time if you're going to go to Yard House on a Saturday night, so I don't blame anyone for that, but I'm going to go back to Yard House. You know, I love Yard House. That's my guy <laughs> is Yard House, but yeah, but then that's the thing. Uh, even the lateral move, I was kind of like, oh man, we're not going to get to go to Yard House because it's a billion hour Wait. <laughs> And then we went over and I learned about a little pizza place. I got some In-N-Out animal fries. Shout out my fellas at In-N-Out. But I went to a pizza place, got a like, slice of pizza, got, a, got an animal fry. And we were just outside talking. And I think I enjoyed that more than Yardhouse. Than I would have Yardhouse. Anyway, it fit the vibe of the evening much more than going into Yardhouse, I think. Was kind of just hanging out outside. Because it was, again, very nice out. And I always, whenever it's that, whenever we take our February trip down there, And it's nice outside and sunny, and it was 10 p.m., and we were outside, and it was okay. And I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, and I was just hanging out, doing my thing, having a great time. And then you do 10 p.m. here, and it's negative 1 billion degrees, and I cry. It tells me—sometimes I'm like, why don't I live in Nevada anymore? (laughs) Why am I not down there? And then I remember, because I don't really want to (laughs) be, I guess— I don't know, man. Now I kind of feel like I live anywhere, but that's a story for another time, fellas. Let me see what time we're at. I stopped scrolling with the thing. Almost 20 minutes. Anyway, this was more of a mental health forward one where I came to... I had a moment where I think it helped me a lot in my anxieties, in my handling of being out of my house and being around other people. I'm very... I'm thrilled with how it all turned out. So... I had so much fun. I am exhausted, however. (laughs) I'm a tired boy. You go out, you hang out with some people, you dance, you get down on it, doodle doo like the song says. Lots of fun, man. I really did. I can't overstate how much of a good time I had. I feel like it was a return to form for me in a lot of ways. So, there we go. What a good time. Now, moving forward onto the next topic. Part of the Paul birthday celebration I made an EP of music, or just like, I think it was seven songs of just the goofiest nonsense. And we're back on the creativity part of it here. I'm going to make a thing on YouTube, I think, called Something About Making Stuff. I don't even know. Maybe that's the whole title is Something About Making Stuff. I don't even know. But I'm not going to worry too hard about it. I'm going to talk about making stuff, and that's it. Because what I did with this group of music, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be fun? Because I had an old MP3 player that was sitting around that I got at a thrift store years ago. And it was just sitting around. It's a 512 megabyte MP3 player. <laughs> so it is kind of a an old guy. But I didn't have the necessary materials to... I have the blank tapes. I have everything. My tape deck is just being kind of a butt. So I didn't want to make a really horrible quality tape. So... I put all this stuff on an MP3 player, which I think was fun. Also, then it's it's easier to maintain. You can actually use the MP3 player later if you want to do that. So I, was, I said, wouldn't it be fun if I made some music or if I had music and then put it on an MP3 player and then gave that to Paul for his birthday? And that thought bounced around in my head for probably six hours. And then I just, it was like a classic. I had the idea, but then wasn't really going to do it because, oh, it takes work, whatever. The music isn't going to be quote unquote really good. Or anything like that. And then I thought to myself again, why not? <laughs> why not take a, a swing at it? Paul's find yourself friends that are just gonna be happy you did something. And I'm not saying find people that are gonna be happy with like mediocrity, but it was just, I had fun. And I knew Paul would appreciate that. And so I did. I went through with it. I made the seven songs in a couple of days, had a lot of fun. And gave it to him and he thought it was very funny. And that's it. That's all I wanted to accomplish. So it worked out. I was successful. But I want to continue to do things like that in the sense of I want to just make something. I want to have an idea and then execute it and then move on. As opposed to have an idea, think too hard about the execution, get too up in my head about it, not have the ability to make it perfectly, give up and then not do it at all. But in doing that, in making songs in the last couple of days, I learned a lot of stuff. You, you get better at it by doing it. So don't think too hard if you're, making a, if you're creatively doing something. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, that's how this whole new series is going to work. That's what I want to do is just do more stuff. Just my creative output. That's one of my favorite things is just making a whole lot of stuff and then laughing at it. And then if someone else laughs at it, extra points. If I laugh at it, success. So that was a great experience. That was uh, w- wonderful. So I'm trying to do that more also. I want to get better at giving out gifts. I want to be more thoughtful. I don't want to go buy something that I know someone's going to like. I want to make stuff and give it to people that I appreciate for their, or have experiences with people I like. Because on, like to be honest, that was great. I don't know if that was counting, that was counted as Paul's birthday party, going to emo night and doing all that stuff. But brother, if it was, that's how you do it. (laughs) That's a good experience. And it doesn't take, it's not like the hardest thing on, on the earth as I would make it out to be in my brain. You just have to be a little bit organized. But great times were had by all. One day I might actually put together the gymnastics episode that I keep not doing because it requires getting videos off my phone, which I need to get better at. One of the things that I think Screams into my eyes that I have ADHD is that if something requires more than one step or it's something that I don't normally do, it is extremely hard for me to do it. Just going on using the airdrop on my phone and putting it onto my computer and making the video, putting it all together, doing my thing. Big dumb. It's it's so dumb that it takes me so long to do it, even though if I just sit down and do it. It'll take me like three minutes, maybe. But uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that this week. Uh, Shout out Mike Grover. I'm going to hit him up. Hopefully he'll allow me to use our episode as my making a thing episode as well. Because Mike Grover is cool and he made a cool thing, Deeply Dave. If you haven't looked it up, I think deeplydave.com. Let's find out. Listen to my new mechanical keyboard. Make a lot of noise here. Deeplydave.com. Is that going to work? It does go to deeplydave.com right now and read it because there are six episodes and a bonus and you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy all that you've got, all that you see here, and you'll have a good time. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to start that. I'm going to try to make more stuff and I'm trying going to try to think less about it and just let it ride, baby. So with that being said... Have a good one. I know this one was a little more serious, but sometimes you gotta serious. XM. See ya.